Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Hey, everyone. It's Scott from Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast and the Zamboni Time Machine. If you want to create your own podcast, the best option to make that happen is Anchor. If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and who doesn't like free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And what's going on, hockey fans? And welcome to episode number 76 of Marty's Illegal Stick, recording here on Thursday night, May 12, 2022. A special edition Thursday night show, if you will. And we're recording at 7 instead of 7.30. Uh, I'm Scott Kinville. I'm trying to learn some hand signals over here or something. Dave the Save is screwing me up already. We're not even 10 seconds into the show. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help a thing. <laughs> no, no, I was just, you know, when you went live, my watch said, oh, you're live. No kidding. We're here. <laughs> That's all it that was about? That's all it was about. I went, oh, and it flashed your face real quick. Really? Yeah. And here you were just warning me about the disposal cameras and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, that was what was scaring me. I saw your face <laughs> on my wrist. Well, well hey, yeah. <laughs> you know what you ought to do? Set that for your wake-up tone. Oh, no. <laughs> you know you've changed the intro, though, what you say. You realize that, right? I did. I know. All right, just well, checking. You'll, you'll have to tell me about it afterwards. You're scaring me. All right. So, anyways, long-time listeners of the show will know that is my trusty producer, my sidekick, if you will, Dave the Save Warner. You look a little stressed. What's the matter? <sighs> a long day today. Yeah? What'd you yeah. do? Uh, I have no idea. Meeting to meeting. Meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, yeah. huh? And then I had people working on the backyard and uh, expanding the patio back there. You really? Seen, you haven't seen that? Yeah. No. You got to look at that. No, because I don't enter through the backyard. They they free wheel. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Unless I was going to sneak in, but, you know. <laughs> we can get you through the side door. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. A lot of stress for you. Yeah. But don't worry about it. We're here to take that stress away. Okay. Yeah. So you start asking me any questions about right. hockey. Yeah, well, you're going to get plenty of those, too. Don't you worry about that. Three two three two three two. Wayne Gretzky. Sweep. Gretzky. There you Got go. Got it. <laughs> I just gave the playoffs, Kit. There right. it is. There Didn't it I? is. Sir. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll let you settle down for a second. Right. I don't, don't want to get you too, you know, we, we expanded your knowledge a we few did. weeks ago. And I don't want to get too far because I don't want that rubber band to break just I, yet. I know. So. You know, just the fact that I know the Capitals are... Up hey. one in there, serious. Well, I did that for you. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> losing a little something. You're, you're losing something. Go ahead. <laughs> so, anyways, a few weeks ago, we had Drew Bray on. He came to us live from Annapolis, Maryland, which was an awesome experience because now he's my cousin and he's a hockey nut, just like, because imagine that hockey nutdom running in this family, right? Yeah. Insane. So, anyways, he's in town this week. Um, uh, on a sad note, our, our grandmother passed away, but you know, God bless her, and you know, she's uh, she's in heaven right now, and that's a great thing. But, anyways, silver lining of the cloud, we've got Drew in town, so he has decided to come down to the studio to talk to us about what's going on. And we're going to talk some NHL playoffs, some Utica comments, and of course. He's going to tell us about a recent experience he had at his house. Oh, yeah, that's great. So first of all, I'd like to say the only reason that I'm here is because Scott drove me 
and <laughs> he drove me all these wacky back roads, one-way streets, turning me all around so I would not know the location of the secret back cave where you guys record this thing. This sort of is like Gotham right, City here. It, right. is, it is. It's very secret lair. <laughs> where the heck did Jacob? Uh, uh, yeah, it was all over the place, oh and I was God. like, where are we? And then we go through this gate, and there's a butler, and I switch and just slide down a pole. And, no, 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 uh, no, 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 but um, really, guys, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Um, I had a great time the first time that I was on, so uh, I hope you guys, you know, I hope you have a good show. Oh, we will. Don't yeah. you worry about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, because actually, the week after the week you were on, you were going to come on the following week because we were doing our playoff preview show. Yeah. But... You became a cause celebre, if you will, yeah, like down in your home. So tell us all yeah. about that. So like I said, it feels like I'm beating a dead horse at this point about it. But uh, after after the story came out. And we NHL. drove over one of those, too. <laughs> after the story came out on NHL.com, they decided that our NBC, our local NBC affiliate, uh, saw the story on NHL.com. And so they sent out a film crew to my house. They sent out the Capitals um, pregame and in-between period host and a videographer, and they shot this long feature, and it ran on the actual NBC local news, and then it ran in Caps pregame live last night. So it was really cool. That is like, awesome. Was, I think I saw it on kids. Netflix yeah. coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get some new material, though. I'm just this, I'm riding this out too long. This yeah. answer thing has got done. <laughs> Keep coming on this show. We'll get some material for you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, so obviously everybody knows you're a huge Caps fan. Yeah, man. And you know what? There's this little thing called the NHL playoffs going on right now, mm-hmm. which has kind of pretty much taken up all the air in the room in the hockey world. Yeah. There's, and, a, there, there's a few seasons in, in the year, right? Yeah. You have, like, regular season, hunting season, fishing season, <laughs> yeah. and then it's playoff season. Yeah, that's and it. So what's on TV tonight? Yeah. Hockey. <laughs> what's on TV next night? Hockey. And you know what I love? Every night. You know what I love especially about the first round? It's like any time after 7 o'clock, there's two games on anywhere yep. at any time. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, Families don't like it sometimes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, kids. Playoff Dad's going to be unavailable for about <laughs> yeah. two months. That's it. Jeez. Exactly. <laughs> but being a huge Caps fan, your Caps are locked up in a big battle right now with the number one seeded Florida Panthers in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so well, go ahead, please. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, even though the series is 3-2, to two, uh, the, the Caps did drop the game last night in Florida, but I did say when Dave the Save and I were talking about the playoffs going in that the Capitals were not going to be an easy out for the Panthers at all. Yeah, and you know it's funny because I didn't want to say that when I was on the show because I sound like a super homer. But, <laughs> no, you were uh, afraid of jinxing them. Uh, is right. what you were afraid of that, that too. Yeah. But the thing is, like like I said, that Panthers team reminds me of those 2007 2008 Caps teams that. You know, I was watching very closely, and they were they would get so far, win the President's Trophy, out the first round. Right. Win the President's Trophy, out the second round. And I think that, I, I mean, I don't know that that's Florida's ultimate fate. They're a good team. They're going to be a good team for a long time. But when I watch the styles of play in that game, like, the Capitals play like playoff veterans. I mean, it didn't, I mean, it looked like it last night for... Right. One and a half periods. Sure. They came up, you know, four straight and, and, and it was over. But um, I think it's I think there's still a lot of hockey to be played in this season or in this series. So I, I think you're right. And you know, what's being a Caps fan, being a, a great analysis like you are, you're you're fantastic yeah. at it. Why is it that the Caps are able to keep this series as close as they can? Because a lot of people were picking the Panthers to just blow them out. Right. So here's the thing. They're, in order to win the win a game against the Panthers, I think that the Capitals have to force the Panthers to dump the puck at least 15 times. Okay, These guys want to skate the puck into the zone every single time. Sure. And as long as the Capitals are standing them up at the blue line and making them dump it, those forwards don't want to go dig that puck out of the corner. But guess what? On the other side of the coin, that's really good playoff hockey too. So the Caps want to do that. They want to dump pressure, make the, force those defensemen to make a turnover. So I really think that... If the Capitals can stick to their game, but I saw it last night in the collapse, I'm watching Caps defensemen not playing responsibly, right? You make the safe play. There's no reason for you to push. You're up, you're up three goals. Right. There's no reason for you to make a dangerous play, dump the puck deep. 
it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And I, and I know they didn't practice today, but I believe they had meetings today. And I bet they're going to be looking at a lot of film, and there's going to be a lot of guys whose ears are going to be hurting from being yelled at <laughs> for not playing the right way. So I'm hoping they can turn it around and uh, um, make it a good series. Well, they've been pretty darn good on the penalty kill, actually. At, at uh, special teams altogether. Right. Like penalty kill and power play. It's been great. Power play's been better than it was the last month of the season. Right. So I, I, it's clearly not special teams. Yeah, um, well, exactly. But do you want to talk about the Oshi hit? Yeah, let's, you know what? <laughs> Before we do that, we, I just have to say, Dave, you know, because we, we text back and forth, I know right? about the Oshi hit. And you do? Took him oh, out the, the last, what, six minutes of the game or something? Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well done, yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> Expanding the mind. Yeah, Look at this. I'll tell you what. I know Pretty we were, soon he's no, not even be able to get to the door. Right, no, before, we were in stretch mode, remember? Yeah. We weren't I'm just expanding. waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. before, before we get to the Oshi hit, I want to compliment Dave on the way that you have embraced hockey so much since episode one. It's incredible. Like, yeah. I mean, he's you know, you may not be, you know, talking every little hint and speak of it, but I see that I see the evolution, right? The evolution's coming, <laughs> but don't let him fool you. It's not like he did not completely know anything. Okay. And I found that out last summer. Uh, you found that out, and it, is it was all you know? Because yeah. when you're old like this, it right, comes like, back that, slowly. That, but you call that a save? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, I call no, that no. a wrist no. shot that went no. whistling by my head. Right. Did you After, ever get to see that? No. Oh, <laughs> you might as well get it out of your system. <laughs> oh my God, I have to go look. Yeah, for it. so I mean, we were I having a little street that. hockey thing for the kids out uh-huh. in front of the Y here uh, last year, and he showed up with my little falls to take pictures and all that, and I was just in goal, you know, just kind of screwing around and. He's like, oh, let me take a shot. I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah, okay. The guy who's been telling me for two years, he knows nothing about hockey <laughs> and all that. Well, when you see the footage of Mario Lemieux over yeah, here. You can watch it on the monitor okay, right behind around. you there. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll play this let's, out. Yeah, let's get this out of yeah, our systems. I, can, I know. All let's right. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know where the puck was there. Scott. Well, listen, I'm normally a forward. I don't play goal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play goal. Okay. So, All right, so the Oshi. <laughs> right, Let's talk about it. Um, what would you think? I'll tell you what. It, it was cringeworthy to me. Either way, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, obviously, Oshi's not that kind of player. Right. I think that it was a collision that was going to happen. And I think that when he lost the puck the other way, and you know how it is, you lose the puck, you're immediately turn your entire body to it. And I don't think Oshi was necessarily targeting the head, but I think the contact was kind of primarily to the head. Yeah. And it also was really bad because it actually ended up leading to the game, to the go-ahead goal. Right. And I was like, Ew. it was like, I mean, I was happy that we yeah. scored, but I was yeah. like, was kind of looking around. Oh. I thought it probably deserved uh, at least a fine. I, as soon as it happened, my wife and I looked at each other and we were like, ooh, that might be a game. Right. You know, but I mean, it, it was really kind of old-time hockey, though, right? It was a big hit yeah. laying to the other side. It was like, whoa, that's – I was it's, excited. It's true. You're, you're absolutely right. And in the 90s, that was that was a – you yeah, know, Scott no, nobody's a, right. even a, thinking twice about it, right? right. But Yeah, the, with, the Brave family here in Annapolis says it was so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So cringy. Uh, but you know, this day and age, they're they're obviously the the focus is on preventing head hits. Yeah, intentional or not, I don't think T.J. Oshie's that kind of player either. Especially knowing that T.J. Oshie has a problem with concussions in his history yeah, himself. Sure, yeah. So I can't see him being that kind of guy. Yeah. But with that said, and we're going to talk about this in the next series we're going to cover too. NHL rules say, I mean, you pretty much have to be in control of yourself at all times yeah, for sure. Yes, obviously accidents are going to happen. It's it's a high speed sport, right? Yeah. You got guys that are out there skating at 20 miles an hour on skates, you know. Okay, there's going to be times when contact is going to be made and it's not going to be pretty. Right, yeah, for sure. But there's also that whole crackdown, so to speak, on high hits and all that. So, you know, sometimes sometimes you get away with them. The worst part of that, that not... I mean, having it not even be a penalty was the that game was horrifically officiated from the start. I yeah. mean, there were penalties left and right, and that's like in the third period they put away the whistle. Right. So I mean, I I don't know. I can't referee the game. I'm happy yeah. that it happened. I, the dude didn't get hurt. Although, um, was it Ekblad? Who did he hit? I can't remember. It was. Um, 
Oh, gosh. Bennett. It was Bennett. Sam Bennett. Yes, and, thank you. And if you look earlier in the series and look at some of this hit that Bennett laid on John Carlson real say, high. He's a pretty hard-nosed so, player himself. Right. So, so, I mean, I'm not really, you know, crying for him. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I said, it probably deserved a fine. You know, it's funny you just mentioned the officiating because here's my beef with officiating, right? I understand that it's an extremely hard job to do. I wouldn't want to do it, personally. And, I mean, I remember back in the day when they had one referee – it almost seemed like games were actually called better. Yeah. You know, as opposed to when you have two now. But I think a big part of the problem is twofold. Number one, you have a lot of younger officials coming into the league. A lot of the, the veterans have retired and yeah, moved on, sure. right? Yep. And two, and even more so, because these guys, guys and girls, are just looking to get some experience. they got to get, you know, yep. as Rest. time goes on, yep. they'll get better, as with any job, right? But I think, too, that hockey, and this goes across the board for all leagues, has overcomplicated the rules so bad that now, especially if you have a younger official, they don't know what to do because right. they're, they're like, well, technically it could be this, but there's this and there's this and there's this. Whereas back in, you know, when we came yeah, up, right. 70s, 80s, it, 90s, yeah. it was pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Right. And, and like, I'm, I'll even use like goalie interference for it. You, right. There's I, so much gray area on that yeah. now, right? It used to be if you touch the goalie in the blue paint, forget it. Yeah. Goals waved off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, now, well, you can make contact if it wasn't a part of the play originally. It, that, it's kind of like the, the NFL with their catch rule. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, everything is so overcomplicated. I mean, that now. happened the other night to the Caps on the game-winning goal where uh, Huberto went uh, had made contact with right. Samsonov in the crease. And honestly, I said, I'm like, that's not goalie interference because even though he's in the crease and he touched him. It didn't affect his ability to That's, stop the puck. Right. But you're asking a young official to and make that, that call in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. You know, Chris Rooney was not on duty that night. Right. You know? yeah, right. I mean, you're like looking at um, younger officials. And, yeah, that's a lot of pressure, for sure. Yeah, and, I mean, and sometimes you're almost better off saying, yeah, it yep, was a goal, the, just so you can automatically go to review. Right, yeah. Right, yeah, Toronto, right. You know, so. And then what I mean, are we reviewing every call? Yeah, well, that's, that's the other thing, too. I mean, that's got to get reeled in a little yeah. bit. Um, I mean, but, yeah, like I said, I just think it, it's become so complicated now yeah, that sure. it, it leaves all this gray area and all yeah. this room for interpretation and argument. And it's like, uh. But it's always been bad, like, as far as, like, oh, we have to even out the calls. Yeah. And you hear every announcer say that. Right. And you're just like, well, they've gotten four penalties in a row. They're due for another one. Right. You know, it's, it's bad. Or as Gretzky used to call them the Revlon calls because <laughs> right, they're makeup. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard one the other night in the game, and it was interference. I. I thought the whole idea was to hit everybody out there every well, time. And I heard him call interference. I was like, what? Well, because you can't hit somebody who doesn't have the puck. Damn. Yeah, that's what it is. That's no fun. Yeah, yeah this isn't rugby on ice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get away from that, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Sam Sonoff has been a pleasant surprise. I mean, he's actually really stepped up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I've, I've really been pleasantly surprised. I mean, the, the game-winning goal the other night really wasn't his fault. He made a big save. And gave up a really big rebound, but on the second shot, he had no chance. I mean, the guy no, just hammered it. Forget it. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been pretty strong. I mean, if you look at his save percentage, he's up in the in the top five the, yeah. in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, we have a little stability. Yeah, right. Imagine that. They're calling up only the goalie. Hey, listen, can you still put the pads yeah. on? Well, can you be an e bug? Well, it's funny uh, when Barry Trotz was coaching the Caps. You know, Mitch Corn is his goalie coach, and. Anybody that Mitch coaches ends up being top of the league goalie. Always the best. So amongst the Caps fans chatter, when Barry Trotz got fired, everyone was like, what's Mitch Gorn doing? <laughs> like, we call Mitch Gorn. Well, he was spotted in Washington, D.C. today. You yeah, know? I heard that. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, Twitter was like, where's Waldo? Right. Yeah, like a Mystics game, right? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. What do you think about that anyway? Do you think he deserved to go? Absolutely not. It, it was it's uh, Lamarillo's ego all day. I mean, he's get, he's won the Jack Adams. He's won Lamarillo look what GM of the year. Look what he's done with that roster. These. And, and look, yes, but look at this past year. They started the game on what a uh, fifteen game road trip because the 13, building wasn't yeah. done. Yeah, I, you can't blame him for that. No. I mean, firing him was an ego move. Yeah, uh, somebody's going to get a real good coach next year. And they were hit. By, I mean, every team got hit by COVID. Yeah, but they were. Yeah, really. Hit yeah, by they were decimated. So, yeah, I don't. I don't understand that one at all myself. I mean. You know, yeah, I know the Islanders have problems scoring goals, and Barry Trotz is obviously a, a defense Defensive first, coach, yeah. right? But <laughs> Lamarillo built that roster to his coaching style. Totally. So yeah. what are you going to do now? Right. Do you think you're going to change that overnight? Who are you going to put in there? 
That's what I mean. I mean, it, I mean not, to be fair, it's always the same number of recycled coaches. Who yeah, right. Change around the league, but I don't see any of them making a, being a good fit for the no. roster that he's built. I don't, it's going to be tough. I, yeah, I don't, it's going to be tough. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah like you said, somebody, somebody's going to get a real good coach. Yeah. They're already talking Philly. Ooh, I don't like that. Imagine that little payback, <laughs> payback to the Islanders, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to have that day, sir. Oh, oh, definitely. Know? 100%. <laughs> Speaking of paybacks, though, uh, let's talk about two more teams that absolutely can't stand each other, and that would be the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers. <laughs> so the Pens had the Rangers backs against the wall last night, and it looked like things were going their way really I mean, I actually, I thought for sure Pittsburgh was going to finish this series out last night. Yeah, I did too. I mean, even 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 your father was like, "Man, oh. I'm done with these guys." Like, <laughs> you should have seen that. I, I, you, oh my god, oh, Dave. I know, I knew that would be like crazy. Actually, I think that's probably why he's not here. <laughs> to be honest with you, he's not at my nephew's baseball game. I think he's just hiding somewhere. <laughs> but because they won. I know, but you, you you have to understand, right? So, as I mentioned, our grandmother passed yeah, away, right. right? So we had the the family gathering right after the services. Well, we had to remind Dad about what happened over and over and over again right, with right. the Rangers series, and, but, right? Right, but then he's on our side. He's like, these guys are terrible. They stink. They're not going to win stink. another game. That's it. <laughs> it's over. I, I don't, I, I'll be going to hell. I don't they know what the hell's going to be a minor league team. He was oh, all yeah. salty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Miserable. <laughs> I so like no, that. He was salty. He definitely was. <laughs> That's good. So my guess is probably, he probably didn't even watch the game last night. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to play shuffleboard. Well, <laughs> really, you know, to win that game, all they had to do was concuss Sidney Crosby. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that. take him out. <laughs> did you see that hit? I did. It was, it was terrible. I mean, that guy should definitely face supplemental discipline. I mean, it was not going to though. It was. I know and, uh, that was intentional. And I mean, I get it, man. You know, the Caps. The, I I hate the Pens <laughs> more than anyone. <laughs> but I respect Crosby a lot. I mean, I don't like to play against them. But if you watch every shift he's on, that guy gets killed. I mean, cross checks, slashes. I mean. That's what I mean. That's kind of compensates for Crosby's talent for people who can't stop him. Right. But like, you can't, there's lines you can't cross. So you can't punch a guy in the face. Like that, you know, I think well, it's a little ridiculous. You right. If you're fighting. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I mean, good on good on the Rangers for picking up a big win, but uh, it's, it's really a shame that um, Sid's out of the playoffs. You well, know? not yet. They well, said he's right. They he, they I, traveled. They traveled to Pittsburgh today. And he's going to be evaluated by doctors upper in body Pittsburgh. Injury, right? Well, it's, it's the head. Everybody yeah, knows it, right? It's a, I love those game and ships too, yeah. right? I mean, come on, it's the head. Just say it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. As far as the hit goes, you know, if you watch it, and, and of course, it's over and over and over oh, again, all over the place. Motion, you cannot, motion, yeah, yeah, yeah. This angle, that angle, blah, blah 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 blah. For sure. So what they don't talk about is what happened. Truba actually tripped him first. Yes. Right, so yep. that's why he was in that yeah, awkward was, position as it was. Right, right. So I'm. I want to say, and I hope that I'm right, that Truba was intending to hit him when he was upright. straight up, upright, right, yeah. with a shoulder. But because of you know whether he intended to trip him or not, I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying he was had no idea. But when he started, and again, we just talked about it, right? You're playing a, a game that you're yeah. 15, 20 miles an hour at all times. You really can't stop on a dime. So, my problem was, he's got his elbow yeah. out like this. He's got the bow out. Right. But and it's like, come on. You, <laughs> you may not have been inti- intending to hit him in the face, though. I don't like, think he was. That's the difference, right? right. You just want to let him know you're there. You, you give him a little physicality. Right. But, again, sometimes it happens, right? It doesn't go the way you want. But and, still, and, you know, here we, gets hurt. And we talked about it. I mean, contact get, gets made. Yep. But we've also just talked about it, that they want to get headshots out of the game and stuff like that. Now, the part that I found astonishing was you can get a four minute penalty for accidentally clipping somebody with your stick right, and having as long as a you little a paper cut. Blood, right. It's a you know so I, I I almost sometimes think it's like old school WWE where they got the yeah. blood capsules in their mouth. Oh, where's the right time? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, is, but, is hockey the only sport where blood determines I know. the level of penalty that you get? <laughs> it's great, isn't it? <laughs> it's, 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 no, it's insane. <laughs> is he bleeding? Oh, that's four. You know, that's <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> You know, if you could have just held it in just a little longer. Because you know? right. <laughs> that's the first thing they do. Like, if they get clipped up high, they're, like, touching every part of their Oh, yeah, they're looking. Anything but, they're looking. <laughs> every time. They got the little razor blade in their glove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They got the little ketchup packs from yeah. the restaurant yeah. before exactly. the game. Got exactly. them stuffed up their nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. a little ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, I mean, that's – but without Sidney Crosby, that Penguins team is an entirely different team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. For as many, you know – 
stars as they have. Yep. Without Sid, it, it's a no go. Yeah, he holds it together for because sure. I mean, I know like a lot of people love Geno Malkin and all that. Yeah. I'm not a big Geno Malkin Me fan neither. myself. I, he's, I think he's somebody who completely benefited from having Sidney Crosby on his team all those years to take away sure. all those tough matchups. Yep. Not saying he's not a good player. Yeah, I don't think he has the same but, grind. And, you know, if you notice, after Crosby left the game and the Rangers started mounting their comeback. Hmm. Yeah, they're buzz. <laughs> yeah, I was like, everybody's looking oh, at their phones. I know. Yeah, right? No, mine's yeah. not buzzing. <laughs> I know. That's what I was looking for. After they started mounting their comeback, Malkin went and took that stupid penalty that put the Rangers back on the plot, and I think they scored on it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you know, not for nothing, your captain just got taken out with an injury. And I understand the frustration. Yeah. But you keep your head. Yeah, right but, now your team's looking to you. Mm-hmm. You still get you're, you're an alternate. You know, yeah. guys are looking to you. you. Lead. And he didn't. You know, and uh, it, it's funny because with the Penguins, I'll take Crosby's line out of the equation. They haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah I mean, they're Louis Domingue until the third period last night has been carrying. Believe it or not, yep. the AHL goalie yep. has been carrying them. Playing great. The Rangers, on the other hand. Right, I mean, I picked the Rangers to win. I figured, oh, they got, they got, they got too much fire. Yep. You know, Shesterkin's having an MVP-type season. But with the Rangers, and there's going to be a lot of Ranger fans that are going to be really mad at me for saying this, but let's just be completely honest. They live and die on Shesterkin and the power play. Yeah. If those two aren't clicking, they're an average five-on-five team. Yeah. They really are. <clears throat> yeah, but, I mean, so the, if the power play is the difference and you don't take penalties— you, it puts you up above. The playoffs are different, though. You know, it's like it's the same thing. Like sometimes they put the whistles away. Sometimes you get it done. A ton of power plays. Um, that's that series is new. That series is a yeah. new. It's renewed right now. Whereas I thought that the Pens had it easily after the injury to Crosby. I think it's going to get real interesting real fast. I think. I mean, obviously, if Crosby plays tomorrow night, he's would, not. I, I I would I bet the farm he's not. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, the farm, the, the farm, farm. farm. Yeah. Hey. I don't know. I don't, hey. own, I don't own a farm, but I was gonna say, <laughs> well, what are you growing on that farm before well, we make right. the bet here? Hold on a second. <laughs> no, no, it could be worth a lot more. Yeah, right. yeah. But Sid's with Sid's history of concussions, I mean, he's he's missed a significant that's, amount of time over the years from concussions. Well, that's exactly it, and I and I wonder because I mean, he, after that happened, it didn't look like he was affected. I mean, he he wasn't wobbly, right? But he, but, but he you can tell he took a, he just, took a shot. Yeah, I mean, like, there was yeah. no doubt about it. But it was kind of hard to tell if it was, you know, did he get the wind knocked out of him? You know, yeah. what was going on at that particular point? Yeah, I would guess he's going to miss at least one. I mean, he may not miss two, but you know, the report is going to be the same every day. Right, he's day to day upper body yep. injury. And That's here's the thing with with be. concussions: you can't bury that anymore. No, right? Yeah, you really if can't. Some, if somebody and they know they went on with a concussion, they're going to be having a microscope on that. Yeah, for sure. Whereas if somebody's got say like a sore shoulder or you know has a, a hurt knee or something like that, they can kind of play the game a little bit yeah, with that, uh-huh, right? For sure. Whereas like ah, oh, well, it's it's a uh, undisclosed and you yeah. know take the whole Bill Belichick school of uh, injury, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. I mean, that series has definitely changed. Yeah, I think well, it's gonna, it, it it's certainly has. It has. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see who steps up for the Penguins. Yeah. Somebody's got to. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I don't see anybody on the roster yeah. who's done anything, you know, all year long that says, uh, yeah, I have, I'm have. i the one to come up and, and take this role. Or maybe not Phil Sid's role, but if uh, Malkin steps up, fill some other buddy, you know, somebody else's role on the second line. Sure. I just I just don't know if I see it. Maybe a former L.A. King, Jeff Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like the Energizer, but right. he just keeps playing. I mean, that, But playoff experience, man. That's what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And plus, there, there's reports that Tristan Jari might be coming back. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I so, heard he was skating, yeah. I mean, Louis Domingue is the reason, basically, besides Crosby, yeah, that but, they're where they are. I yeah, mean, but I mean... Even who knew they were going to get that contribution yeah. from him? But I think you still have to go to Dejari if he is indeed back. You think I mean, so? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, listen, who, but there are some people that would say, no, no, you got to ride the hot goaltender. That's tender. what I say. That's my philosophy. You win, you win. Yeah. <laughs> but, but man, could you imagine the heat that would be on Mike Sullivan and the coaching staff? If they lost If they that. lost and that and they stuck out. with yeah. Domingue and they had their, their all-star goalie sitting on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you got to dance with, with who brung you. You're <laughs> wrong with your brung, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? Who's going to finish that series out the winner? I want to say the Rangers because I hate the Penguins. So it's a really, I'm a bad, I'm a real bad person to ask that question because, uh, and I'm obviously I'm no fan of the Rangers. I was just going to say, but I would. I mean, I, I don't. Okay, let me rephrase this for okay. you. 
Okay, let's say the Capitals do pull this out against Florida. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to play? Who do you want? Right. Um, honestly, probably the Pens. Yeah. I mean, to me, and this is one of the reasons that even though I hate the Pens, it was important for me in 2018 that the road to the Capitals Stanley Cup went through Pittsburgh. We had to win on the way. I didn't want somebody else to beat them. It was a big monkey off our back to beat them. Right. And I think that that rivalry in the second round of the playoffs, fireworks, man. Yeah. That would be musty TV. Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. And you know what I didn't realize, too, is that at the end of this season, Balkan, Chris Letang, and Brian Russ are oh, all unrestricted yeah. free agents. That's, that's, that could be, this could be like the last dance for them. Yeah. As far as with the Penguins, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Because, I mean, even though I think Latang's 35, yeah, I think somebody will still offer him ridiculous money. Because oh, yeah. he's still playing at a yeah, high level. Yeah, very much so. Produces, he's a great defensive defenseman, and he's a great puck-moving defenseman. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't throw a lot of money at Malkin. That's just me. Uh, Way too inconsistent. So they injured a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, Brian Russ is one of those underrated, under-the-radar guys that, oh, geez, he scored 30 goals again this year? Yeah. didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. look at that. So... I think somebody's going to throw some money at him, too. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be extra motivation for Crosby to get back, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, we'll see. That's, it's going to be good. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, Boy, I tell you, I had the Rangers picked. I picked the Rangers in this series. I mean, they have so many but, weapons. But the thing is, though, the reasons that I picked the Rangers, they aren't doing it. Yeah. They aren't. And here's the other thing to think about. You don't think that the Penguins aren't going to be playing with a little extra motivation come right. tomorrow night? Right, yeah. After what happened? Yeah, yeah for you sure. You know, on home ice. Yeah. Okay? Oof. And especially especially if Crosby doesn't play. Yeah. You don't think that that's not going to be a win it for Sid kind of thing? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it definitely will. You know, I I I think it's going to be the Pens now. I I mean, well, you're flipping I mean obviously, I got, I got to, I got to no. stick with the Ranger pick. All right. But I'm... I'm, I've been thinking this whole time after watching this series. This is going to be the one that sinks me right here. Yeah, there goes my bracket. But here's the thing, right? And this is a you know what's a myth in the NHL is the switch flipping. There's no such thing. Yeah. It's not like the Rangers are going to go. Oh, they don't have Sid anymore. Now we're going to do and play the way now we're, we're going to play. Yeah, the, we're, the way we're supposed to play to win. And let me tell you something. I've seen so many Caps teams that thought that there was going to be switch flipping when you got to the playoffs. Yeah, doesn't happen. It's a myth. Yeah. And so, I mean, maybe the guy going out gives you confidence, but I don't believe in that switch feeling. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. It, yeah. it really is. I'm, but, sticking, I'm sticking with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, obviously I have to because that's who I picked. I thought we had an earthquake going on here for yeah, a second. Yeah, really. <sighs> Give me a break. What is that? <laughs> guy across the street with his little toy car. Oh, oh goodness! Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought we were under attack. Yeah, yeah I, know, I was going to say here. We're fine. <laughs> I thought you had a vacuum cleaner going or something. I was like, what is it? Putin's just outside <laughs> the, the door. You still say that? Oh my God! Don't even say that. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I tell you, maybe this would be a good time to go to commercial break. Then, what do you yeah, say? Yeah. Well, we, uh, why we don't can... we go? To, why don't we go to commercial break now? And we'll talk about the rest of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference and the comments when we come back, and hopefully by then. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, okay. Are you there? He's gone. I'm there. No, we can go. You want to go? Let's do All right, it. Let's do let's it. Go. All, right. All right, so let's, let's put up our, um, our cards here from our friends at the Balls Army. Who, by the way, I think they're going to be here next oh, week. Oh, you want the cards? I want the cards. God. I want the cards. All right. Man. There they are. Oh. All right. Just a few words here from our friends at the Balls Army. This is Josh Amodio's Priceless Inspections. Uh, it's a quality home uh, home inspection service. Uh, you can contact Josh at 315-525-8725 for all of your home inspection needs. And from the Balls Army as well, Mr. Scott Schuster has Epic DJ Service. You can contact him at 315-219-3568 for all your DJ services needs. And let me tell you something. Seeing these guys in action at the Adirondack Bank Center in Section 203 as the Balls Army, you want this guy as your DJ no matter what. That's true. I'm going to tell you right now. Yep. All right. So let's do a little bit of breakaway trivia. We'll go to oh, our commercial scary. break, and then hopefully everything will be calmed down by the time we come back. Okay. All right. Yes. Breakaway trivia. What I want to know is who has played the most playoff games in NHL history? The answer when we come back. 
Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, era, and I only had maybe nine or ten. Last year, I had over 30. You came last year, and people kept coming and coming all day long. I ended up with over 30. And this year, I'm expecting between 40 and 50 um, players coming. So, yeah, it it keeps growing. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, like I said in the the start there, everybody knows that the Rink of Dreams is really the minor minor league hockey hall of fame. You were a part of another hall of fame induction ceremony this weekend, though. So yes, I, tell us about yeah, how that came about. Well, I was invited. I I knew about this, uh, and the gentleman that started this, uh, Rene Roll from Albany, he has the New York State Baseball Hall of Fame, um, uh, Basketball Hall of Fame, and he was going to do this a couple years ago, but COVID got in the way, so he um, started the New York State Hockey Hall of Fame. It's going to... It's in uh, construction now. It's going to be three stories high, and each of the sports will have one floor. And this year, with the first class of the um, Hall of Fame, and it's not—it's for hockey people, not particularly players. You, you know, most of the um, people who was inducted were players, but it's not based on winning percentage or how great you were. He mostly wants to do this for the players and people in the game that did something for the community at, you know, high standards. So it's not just based on um, how you did on the ice. That's awesome. That you, is... didn't, you don't have to be a Wayne Gretzky to get in here. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so you or said it... Well, you, I, yeah. no, that's how you get thrown out. That's <laughs> So you said it's going to be a three-story, but whereabouts is that building going to be? It's going to be in downtown Albany. Okay. I'm not sure what street, but um, I know more information will be coming out um, about that, um, the Hall of Fame. Okay. That, that's and, hmm? that's great that there's actually going to be a physical building. That, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And I'm already getting some things lined up. I'm going to be donating to them. I have a lot of old college RPI, union. Clarkson, hot stamp, old sticks, some all Americans um, that were all Americans, and I decided to um, since I have so many new items um, to donate some to Renee for the Hall of Fame for him to use. Oh, that's great! That that is awesome. So let me ask you, how did did you get a, a phone call from Renee to? To be a part of it, or how'd that come well, about? I saw it online, and I um, he saw my page, and he became a member. And then mm-hmm. he asked if I would like to come up to it. And um, due to the funds, um, I wasn't. You know, I told him it's going to be kind of tight. So a couple of days later, he told me that um, he had a couple free spots. A uh, couple of sponsors wanted to pay for our table to come up. So you know. That's how I made it. I wouldn't have been able to do it without, you know, without him. And I really appreciate what he did for me to go up there. Oh, that's that's great. So whereabouts exactly was did this take place? Uh, this was at the banquet hall at the Hilton um, Inn in Troy, New York. Okay. Okay, very nice place. Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful banquet. Um, I'd say they probably had close to three or 400 people there, maybe more. Um the whole place was filled. Uh, I was lucky enough. I got set. Uh, our table was right in the center where they were giving the speeches. And I was two rows back from the front. So it was it was great. I got to sit with Bruce Goring during dinner. Oh, wow. Um, That's great. Yeah, he, he sat right next to me. And he was great. Um, another person you know, he sat at our table, too, was uh, Matt Blitner. I'm sorry, who was it? Yeah. Huh? Who was it? Matt Blitner. Oh, okay. I think he's been on your show, hasn't he? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Okay. And another person at our table I got to know, he became a member of the ring today, 
he's a legend from my understanding in Albany. Um, he, he's called the Zamboni kid. <laughs> and um, he's been there for ages. He doesn't look that old. Um, but, you know, but he, they said he, he started, you know, as soon as he could walk driving the Zamboni and he has his own podcast. And, um, when he was introduced, uh, everyone seemed to know him who lived in the area, but I've never heard of, but I've been, you know, looking online now, finding out more about him and so we, forth. We so. need to get him on. Yeah. I was just get saying, the well, Zamboni yeah. kid on. Yeah. Come on. Is yeah. that, is, yeah. is that the name of his podcast or? Uh, he has, um, the Facebook page, the Zamboni kid. Okay. And his, his name is Kane Troy and he's a member of the Ring of Dreams. So okay. I'm sure if you reach out to him, he just had a podcast on yesterday and they talked about me and um, it was such a thrill and um, they're going to be coming down to visit the rink here soon. So oh, perfect. And um, so, yeah, the night was great. The speeches were great. And it was funny. I was talking to Butch while we were whispering, you know, while they were talking also, I felt my t- um, a tap on my shoulder, and my wife's, you know, they just called your name. Like, what, what? <laughs> and I looked up, and Renee, he had me stand, and he, then he, told, you know, wanted to thank me for being there, and he told everyone about the rink and what it's all about. And I sat down, and Butch looked at me and said, you didn't tell me that. So that's when I reached in and grabbed, I had business cards made, so I, Gave him, oh man, this is cool. Like, and then afterwards, I couldn't believe all the players coming up to me, thanking me for what I've done. And it's like, you didn't have to say anything, but you know, it, that right. was such. A, I felt so humbled when he did that, and for the the caliber that uh, players that were there to have them come up and thank me, that that meant right. the world to me. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Oh. That really is. You sent us some pictures, actually, and Dave's yeah, going to start putting them up. So, yeah, if you can put them up, I'll talk about this. Was the induction class, and I'm sorry if I don't know all the people there, but some of them were Dave Gray, Mike Smith. He was the general manager for the old Winnipeg Jets. Okay. Um, Emily Perrick, uh I don't know if I'll pronounce her name right. Chomo. Charmer, she's all the way to the right, the woman with the blonde hair, second, um, and from the right. She played, I believe, at RPI. She was a women's hockey player. Okay. And then uh, Jack O'Callaghan, one, two, three. It's the fourth one in. Um, the gentleman with the white hair and light blue jacket, you may remember, he played for the um, – Clinton Comets by the name of Rich Gambler. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, be, uh, next to him, the lady, she was with the uh, Clark Gillies Foundation. She was there to accept his award. Uh, behind her is uh, uh, Bobby Nystrom. I got to talk to him. Um the man with the cowboy hat is none other than Clint Millardchuk. Uh Next to him was a 1980 uh, gold medalist um, on the Olympic team, Mark Wells. Uh, and behind him, uh, the tall gentleman is a New York Red. He started playing roller hockey in uh, the Bronx at the old Sky Rink. He became the 1984 uh, Olympic hockey coach during the Olympics, and he's involved with USA Hockey, uh, Lou Barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in front of uh, him <laughs> is the woman, uh, Jean uh, Pavlich, Mark Pavlich's sister. Okay, yep. Um, and then uh, Jack LaFontaine. Uh, Renee, he's the one with the white beard, um, the third one over. Okay. And Butch Goring, uh, I'm sorry, Pat wasn't in this picture. He had to leave. Uh, him and Butch Goring um, drove up from, from Long Island, so they left before this. But these were the members of the um, first class of the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's that's so cool. That, that really is. And I'll tell you, that's 
every one of them obviously has a fantastic story. I mean, I and growing up in the eighties, you know, the early nineties, I mean, I remember with Clinton Larchuk when he when he suffered that injury in goal there for Buffalo oh. and you know, thank God that they were, you know, and he continued playing after that, actually. Hmm. Which, you know, I'll tell you, that, yeah. that takes a lot of guts. You, 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 long. Yeah. you get hurt like that, and then and, you, you come back and play. That's that's really something. There's something to be said for that. And could they put up the next picture? It was with Clint, and yes. There is. You know the putts I made for you. Yes. Well, I made a plaque for Mark. They have a facility now. As you know, Mark committed suicide. Um, he had mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Um, his sister, uh, Jean, is the president of what they call the ranch. It's a place that um, former hockey players can go to get help for mental health issues. They have horses. Uh, it's just a place to get away from it all. They have doctors there. Um, where is that located? Uh, that's out west of Minnesota. Okay. And Clint, is, as you can tell by his hat, that's Clint. He's the vice president of the facility. Well, I made them up. Um, I set three pucks with Mark's picture in the middle, framed it, and put it in the case. And they're, they're going to be displaying that at the entrance of the ranch uh, when they get back there. And I gave Clint some... Um, Hockey pucks, and I also had pictures of Mark with her Brooks, uh, and a few other Rangers, uh, Barry Beck, um, and um, of his career in uh, while he played for the Rangers in that. And I've been meaning to get it to her, but since I knew she was going to come, um, I decided to wait and give it to her then, and she loved it so much. <laughs> Oh, that must have been just something special to be able to, yeah. to give them right, right in person like that. Yes, yes. They were all great. And um, before, um, well, the days leading up to this event, my stomach was filled with knots. I I couldn't eat. I, I was so <laughs> nervous because I've never been in a group, you know. As you know, Scott, I'm real shy. I don't talk much. <laughs> no, no, you? No. Yet yeah. yeah, we can't <laughs> stop him here. He just, he just keeps going, right? But yeah. when I get in a large group like that, I usually just sit on the side. I'm so shy. But, oh, God, these players, once I start talking to them, you know, it, it was like just talking to, you know, to uh, you. you know, I'm not, right. not you know, yeah. just regular people. Yeah, you know, and oh god, they they were all great. Um, Rich, uh, who played for the Comets, sat um, right next to me at the table over, and I had this picture of him that he signed for me for the rink. Oh, that's so cool. This was when he played for the Comets, uh-huh. and um, Lou, I got an old picture from him. He started playing roller hockey because um, the city didn't have ice during the summertime. Well, I found a picture of him when he was about 16 years old. He loved it, and he was with a group of his family and friends, and he started passing around like, man, this is me when I was, you know, growing up. And he was nice enough to sign it for me. And that's Oh, Lou. there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's Lou right there. Nice. Well, what year is that? Uh, this was in the early 60s, maybe. 63. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost looks like you and Dave. Yeah, you know? hey, well, maybe yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah, hey. Well, that's a little not, bit. I, I wasn't that old back one. then. Yeah. He did have a mullet back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had the bigger one, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Dave, yeah, he could go. You know. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it was great. And um, like I said, I got to sit sit next to but, uh, Butch and. And what gets me, as you know, when you got here, if you know someone in hockey, more than likely, if you're talking to someone you never met, you mention a name, they will know that name. Exactly. And same with Butch. I was sitting next to Butch and, um, you know, he was talking and I told him, um, you, well, you know, Roy Sommer through me, you know, he's a great friend, coach. And by the way, he just got um, fired this was his first time ever in his coaching career. He got fired. The San Jose fired him. Yeah, past. that's that's a shame. Yeah. I mean, that, like, that really he is. He was there for over 25 seasons, the same organizations. He's still going to stay in the organization. I think he's moving um, to front office, right? 
Yeah, he's going to be helping out with player development, mm-hmm. which is made up his job. He oh, yeah. he does great with the young kids. And, um, but I told Butch, I said, you know, you were coaching. Did you know Roy? And he looked at me and said, my God, is Roy here? I said, no, no, I just know him. He said, how do you know him? And I told him about, you know, helping him when he coached back in the early, um, late 80s, you know, junior hockey and, so, you know, I got home and I wrote uh, Roy's uh, wife, Melissa. She said, oh, he, you know, so glad you met Butch. He's, you know, such a good guy. And and the same thing with Lou. Um, when he he helped out f- um, with the 1980 Olympics with Herb Brooks, mm-hmm. uh, he was involved with USA Hockey. And I think you thought I had a blazer with the USA Hockey emblem on it. That belonged to Walter Bush Jr., who was the president of, there it is. I met him. Um, his very good friend was Walter Bush Jr. Um, the reason I wore that jacket was because that jacket belonged to Walter Bush Jr. I have a bunch of his artifacts in the rink here. When I told Lou that, he started feeling it, and I could see he he felt so moved that knowing a piece of um, Walter was at the um, ceremony that evening. And I was, I started taking it off because I was going to have him wear it for the inductions, but he, and I told him, I was like, you want to wear it? And as you can see, he said, Walter was a little bit shorter than I. <laughs> um, I. I would not be able to fit it, but he, you know, he appreciated the, you know, but he he just couldn't get over it. The first thing he saw said to me he said, "I haven't seen a coat like that in ages," and that's what I told him. It belonged to Walter and everything I had. And he started talking um, stories about Walter and him. And then again, he also know, knows Roy. Roy was one of his players while Roy was playing in juniors. So you know, it was like you know. You know, everyone I met, they knew someone that I knew or I knew someone that, you know, they do. And, you know, it was just it felt I felt so at at ease that evening. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, hockey players, you know, whether you're a superstar all the way down, they're so down to earth. And, you know, hockey is actually like one gigantic game of six ways to Kevin Bacon. You ever play that? No. You never heard of that? No. Never heard of it. Really? No. Well, you, you like you pick an actor. And then you, uh-huh. okay, the, they were in this movie with that person who was in this movie with that person, and that person was with uh-huh. Kevin Bacon. And you have to figure it out in six Six degrees six of moves. separation. That's is that what called. that is? All right, well, yeah, so, I know it is six ways to Kevin Bacon. Well, it's called six degrees of separation. <clears throat> oh. So that okay. you can basically get to someone with right. six people. Yeah, it's six ways to Kevin to Bacon. To anyone. Yeah. Well, okay. I use Kevin Bacon, so... And so do a lot of people. Well, anything with bacon and it's not bad. Hey, listen, right. exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but but that that even proved that hockey players, um, the community of hockey players is just one big family. Oh yeah, that's what I felt like up there. It's like family, and the the best speech. I, I'm going to have to go back and watch all the speeches, but um, the best phrase was by a player. He's retired now. Um, he said his job when he was young was to score goals, but his job now is to assist, which means he assists with youth ho- hockey and you know whatever. And that is so true because all these players I met that night, you know, sure they played you know in the you know big leagues, but now they're out helping other people. And I've never met a community such close debt and oh, yeah. you know honestly want to help help people. And I was proud to be there and get to know these players. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you that must have been awesome listening to some of Butch Goring's stories. Oh, it was but it was funny, uh, Renee at the beginning, because they had like <clears throat> thirty speakers. And you know how long bakers could be. <laughs> he says, I'm going to tell you, I have a stopwatch. And once it hits 10 minutes, whether you're finished or not, I'm walking up, just grabbing the microphone. Because I guess a banker's in the past. He had to go up officially take the microphone away from whoever was talking because they were talking yeah, too long. I, 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 I relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> Who? You? <laughs> yeah. 
And <laughs> Dave likes to think of this show as the gong show sometimes. Really? That night, um, no one went over the time limit, and they uh, um, ended 10 minutes early. Oh, impressive. Yeah, so, us hockey players, we don't talk that much. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. We got to get Barry a light, though. I mean, you know, it looks like I'm intentionally hiding his face from the audience. There you go. Yes. But no, that's Barry. That is awesome. That that really is. And I'm looking. They have a website actually. It's uh, nyshhof.com. Yes, and it's yeah. it's right really now cool. They just had the Hall of Fame pictures up. They're going to be putting up all the um, induction. Um, uh, acceptance speeches here, and of course, as you see on my page, I've been posting as many as I whenever I see them um, come up. Um, but yeah, it, it's great. And I, I'm looking forward to going next year. And I, I was thinking of you as I was going down 990. Like, oh man, I wish Scott could come. Oh, I would have <laughs> so loved to. Year, that would have been next great. Year, I'll be sure to you know let you know. And well, next yeah, and, next year definitely. Yeah. If we can, if yeah. we can go, Barry, we're going. Okay. Okay. I tell you, I'm looking at this list of, of players and coaches, and and, and oh, you saw everyone. Yeah, it's just yeah. incredible, and uh, the list is very long. So I'm not going to sit here and start listing it off now. But if you want to see the list, and I'm telling you, you do, you just go to nyshhof.com, and I'm going to actually put that on our, on our website too because that oh. that is just yeah, so awesome. awesome. That really and is. Renee, he has done a fabulous job. You know, getting all these players to come. On this particular night, and and for all the players, you know, to come, you know, that that tells you the man Renee is, and um, oh, absolutely, I'm looking forward to a long relationship with him and the Hall of Fame. And absolutely. The well, you know what? We'll have to get him on the show, and you have to come back on, and we'll 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 talk some more about that. Super. You know, I know he'd love to come on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that would be that would be so much fun. That that really would. So. So we go from the Hall of Fame to, uh, well, we were just talking about the comments in the first part segment. They're out now. You got a team you're pulling for? I tell you the truth, I haven't watched the game. <laughs> I've been uh, following the AHL. Uh, and I'm sorry for all your last podcast. I was bugging Dave. I was putting comments in every, he's like, 30 seconds. The comments are up. No? They died. <laughs> no. Listen. It's all <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? If I'd have thought about it, I would have had you come in as like the intrepid reporter. <laughs> I'm, pulling, I'm pulling for the Rangers. I think they play tonight, too. Yeah, right now, actually. Oh, what's the score? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look. That's okay. <laughs> it won't matter by the time anybody hears this. Tonight. It's 2 nothing Rangers at the end of the first. Oh, Ooh, good. Okay. So, And did you see Lavelle? They're doing great over Rochester. They are. You they are. Them. They they just wiping them up. Well, they they win tomorrow night, and that's it. Yeah, we're gonna they, make yeah. we're gonna make yeah. them eat riggies when they lose. <laughs> oh yeah, I couldn't make it to that game. Did, was there a lot of riggy signs? There was, there was, and I gotta tell you, we went out for dinner for our anniversary yesterday, and I had chicken riggies in honor <laughs> of the comments. In honor of the comments, yes, of yes. course. But no, actually, I mean, as far as the AHL, I guess I'll pull for Laval now. They're coming out of the North Division, you know, and. Just just can't root for Rochester after that yeah, last series. Can't yeah. do it. Sorry. Well, There's no way. I, I have to be, you know, 50-50. As you know, I have a lot of members on the ring that right. play for Rochester. Paul Crowley, he played. Yeah. Rich Stewart, who used to play for the Mohawk Valley Stars. Sure. Um, he, he played for Rochester and had uh, some tea up with the Buffalo Sabres. So, you know, I can't make. That mad about no, <laughs> you know I'll tell you truthfully. Before the comments came along, if I had an AHL team, one of them was the Amherst. You know, I they're one of those traditional teams. Don Cherry played for them. You know, the oh, yeah. list as long yep. as far as you know everybody who played for them. But yeah, like I said, it was a better series. Well, yeah, you know, when it. I grew up, it was the Binghamton Whalers, and That's I right. hated Rochester right. and Binghamton and Rochester. That was the biggest because I don't believe it, uh, Utica had had a team back then. We didn't have a team back then. So it was Binghamton and Rochester. God, those series used to be Oh, yes. Brutal. Long games. (laughs) Three-hour games. (laughs) Exactly. Bolt the chairs down because they're coming out of the ice, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Matter of fact, you might have a couple of them up in the rink. Yeah, I have two from the old uh, Binghamton Arena. See, and I, I told have you. One, and one you saw was from the old Clinton Arena. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I had a couple players come up here who played against the Comets while they were in the EHL. They see, they see that chair, and I tell them. They pick it up. He says, I wonder if this is one of the chairs that they threw at me. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> they, they look, and they said, no, it doesn't have a mark on that leg. That leg hit me in the top <laughs> forehead. I left the, you know, I have a splitter, but I don't see it. So that was not me the chair. So that's great. And they had the two chairs from the old Johnstown Arena. And of course, the Johnstown Jets used to. Oh, yes. Rowdy games. So. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, Barry, this has been so much fun. And I appreciate you coming on to talk about you know, your trip down to the, the New York State Hockey Hall of Fame inductions and the. Tell us about the, the rink of dreams and the and the reunion coming up. I got to tell you, though, before I go, mm-hmm. I got one suggestion. What? You, my friend, if anybody in this world needs a YouTube channel. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, if you were to take, no. do like little videos. Shy. I can't talk on, on camera. I, You're I doing a great too. job. <laughs> He's anonymous. Everyone, tells, everyone says, why are you being your shy? It's like, well, to me, I feel, you know, and plus I hate listening to myself. and I don't think I've listened to any of the broadcasts I've done. And, you know, you know, when I used to have all the players come on and right. do it on my site, everyone says, oh, you should go on YouTube. It's like, no, because I didn't think I was good enough, but, you know. Oh, oh, like I said, with everything you got up there, a video tour of the Rink of Dreams for YouTube would be awesome. But mm. I'll work on you on that. How's yeah. that sound? Yeah, yeah, you work on me. I'm sure I'll, you will. I'll keep bugging you about it. Could do, yeah, yeah do a remote show. Yeah, there you go, right? But oh. it wouldn't be live. Perfect. Oh, we That's, wouldn't have but, Dave up here? Yeah. Because yeah, I can get a drum set. <laughs> <laughs> a drum set. Now oh that, my god! Barry will play the drums while you're doing your thing. Oh, okay. All right. I I wondered what that was all about because the only <laughs> drum set I have is right here. You know, but I mean, I I can I can play trombone for you. Oh wow! And I have an there organ. Up, I have an organ up at the ring, so you know oh, the perfect. Yeah, I like how this is shaping out. Yeah, and Scott and I could play air guitar. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I'll even get a fake mullet. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Barry, thanks a million. I really appreciate you coming on, buddy. It's uh it's always a pleasure to talk to you and always always just great to talk hockey with you. Oh, it's great too, Scott, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again. I can't wait till your hundredth show. Well, we're getting there. To, yeah, you are. We're getting there, buddy. Someday. But I think you should change the name. From Marty's Illegal Sticks to Marty's Bobbleheads. <laughs> I love, well, you know, that would be a nice band name, Marty and the Bobbleheads. I'll tell you what, when I finally talk Dave into making a band, that's what we're going to call ourselves. Okay. Because at the end of the show, when your heads are bobbling back and forth <laughs> to the music, I, I, I always think, God, that would be great. Well, a bobblehead yeah. That's Dave, Dave waking up. <laughs> <laughs> that is to wake myself up to do the post-show stuff, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, but Barry, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, buddy. Okay, Scott. Nice seeing you, Dave. All right. See you later, Barry. All right, Barry. All right, thank buddy. you. That was Barry Shelley from the Rink of Dreams. That's, I tell you, I, I can't wait until this New York State Hockey Hall of Fame is built because I, I do. I want to see that. It's going to be pretty cool. That is very awesome and long overdue. Long yeah. overdue. Anyways, I think that's all we got, my friend. No, it's not. That's, you, you didn't even want to mention the. We started the battle in Florida. You know, we had an award show. And I tried to sneak out. And I, you tried to sneak out. Well, listen, it's not going to happen. But okay, because I have an award for you. Go ahead, because you know we're yeah. going to talk about this next week, anyways. Yeah, but we are. But I, you know, I have an award for you. Do you? It's the unable to pick a sweep award. So I made a. You know, I, I made something here since the uh, lightning swept. You didn't make this. You bought it. You know, it would have been better if you'd have put, like, Marty's illegal stick on there or something. Or, like, a picture of me. I just thought of it before you got here. And I thought, I, I couldn't find one of those little sweet Oh, is that what it is? That's what I was looking for. Deborah says, we don't have one of those. I said, she said, that's a broom. I said, it's still a sweep. All right? You can sweep well, with a broom. Okay. Okay, you got me. Yeah. But you know what? The joke's on you. I need one of these. I'm taking it home. You can. I got multiple. <laughs> Kidding. All right. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely discuss. We'll get Drew back on next week, so oh, we can talk about that. How's that? Yeah, there'll be plenty to talk about then. Exactly. But I'm exactly. feeling good about my picks, especially after you just well, read off the Rangers. Well, let's see. So you had who? I had the Lightning. I had uh, Colorado. I mm-hmm. had uh, the Rangers. Um, I had uh, the Oilers. Right. Yeah. Well, so yeah. far, so good. It's looking good. I'm, yeah. I'm looking. Like I just, it. I can't believe the way Florida laid down. I just, I can't. <laughs> I can't get crazy. over that. I can't. But anyways, like I said, uh, so next week we'll, we'll get Drew back on to talk about some playoffs. Um, right. You know, pay attention to martysillegalstick.com this week because we got our, our year-end comments articles. I still got some uh, stuff to get out that I, you know, year-end, kind of cleaning out the closet, getting ready for next season. And, of course, we're going to have huge news about the site coming up in the coming weeks anyhow. Awesome. Exactly. So, anyways, uh, congratulations to all our, our winners of our Comments Award show. And thank you to Barry Shelley from the Rink of Dreams for coming on. We really appreciate it. And so, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Instagram. And also, of course, at martysillegalstick.com. So, for Dave the Save Warner, I'm Scott Kimball. Thanks for watching it, and we will see you next week on Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. With every race, every qualifying run, and every pit stop, Tim Coffeen would feel the pressure and excitement. With his own podcast on the Sports History Network called Tim Coffeen Talks IndyCar and Racing History... Tim will share those very same racing emotions and memories with his listeners. Learn, laugh, and enjoy the world of IndyCar racing through the eyes of Tim Coffeen. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.